On this episode of Less Code, More Power, we're going to hear from a high school student who used Power Platform to solve a really, really weird but important problem. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome back to Less Code, More Power. Today, I am solo troublemaking. Well, not really. We have an amazing guest joining us from the UK who is a high school student who is going to show us some of the coolest Power Platform solutions he's created to solve problems within his high school. Lewis, join us. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hi, Donna. I am so excited to talk to you because, of course, I never think it's too early or too late to join in on Less Code, More Power Life. So please tell us a little bit about you. Where do you live? What do you do, et cetera? Yeah, so hi, I'm Lewis. Um, I'm a student in a city called Milton Keynes. I go to the Haisley Academy, um, which is one of two high schools, um, part of a multi-academy trust in our city. Um, and effectively, alongside my high school, upper school studies, um, I found a real great interest for Microsoft 365 and the Power Platform. And so when my school found out about my sort of knowledge around that, they invited me to get involved with some really cool projects. I love this, where you developed this passion for Microsoft 365 and like all sorts of tech solutions and your school's like, we need an IT person. <laughs> Come side hustle from your studenting to be yeah. an IT person. So you were able to spot a bunch of problems right away, right? Mm -hmm. Just in how school works, tutoring works, on-call, placing requests, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, it's a high school. So if you're asking my high school, everything's written down on like sheets of paper or like some Excel spreadsheet somewhere. These are not great solutions. Things get lost mm -hmm. all the time. So tell us a little bit about uh, such a problem that you spotted and how you decided to use Power Platform to solve it. Yeah, so we um, have a scenario at our schools um, whereby if there's any sort of issue in a classroom, say, for example, someone has a medical emergency um, or someone's left the class, someone's got their phone out for too long, st st stuff like that, we have to be able to give staff an easy to, to use solution where they can request sort of immediate help from additional staff members in the academy. Um, and so we sort of had a system in place um, whereby they would fill out some sort of a form that would get emailed to someone, but then they would have to do things like use a walkie talkie and radio for this staff member to go to this classroom. And then it would be, oh no, someone else has done it now. So they were always using their radios. So effectively I've developed a solution using the Power Platform. That means they can simply walk around with a tablet and get notifications of things that people are requesting. Um, and they can really easily just comment what's being done um, and sort out sort of classroom emergencies really quickly. Okay, what I like about this a lot is that first walkie talkies, my God, right? <laughs> yeah. like 1200s, this is great. When, why not like tin cans with like rope between them? <laughs> dialing the main office. So it, that itself is hilarious. But second, you're so right. And so many companies have this problem where 
if someone responds to a request, how does everyone know that they don't also need to respond to the yeah, request? Yeah. It's, it's a huge problem that people don't think about. They figure out the first part, but not really the second part. So I love mm -hmm. that you've actually thought about the entire workflow of what an emergency looks like and mm -hmm. all the way from resolution to letting everyone know it's resolved, like closing the loop on the resolution. So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about the solution you built. Yeah, so effectively I'm using Power Apps and Power Automate. Um, we're also using Power BI, but that's something that um, another staff member has developed because I wasn't too sort of clear on how to develop reports then. <clears throat> um, so effectively, I've developed a Power App that where, where staff all over the school, they can be in their classrooms or if they have a tablet, they can actually request from in the corridor. They don't have to run back to a classroom and then come back to their emergency and they can submit sort of an on-call request. And what it means is that that will be delivered through to the system. And there will be a number of staff members who are on on-call duty and they will see these requests coming in and they will be able to really quickly go to that emergency or go to that situation um, and help with whatever's going on. So it could be something like there's a safeguarding issue with a student. So if a student has walked out of a classroom and that student happens to be vulnerable, people yes. need to know really, really quickly. So everyone gets notifications super, super fast. Um, and it just means, you know, everyone can solve that issue quickly. And so one of the things that was a bit of an issue was that some of our staff members are really, really confident with teams. Mm -hmm. um, and they really like using Teams chat and that's all great. But some staff members still prefer to use Outlook and they prefer to get things through on an email. And so we needed to make sure that every staff member that needed <clears throat> a notification would get it. And so that so by doing that, we basically, I've um, sent them, I've used Power Automate to send them a notification via email and via Teams. So mm -hmm. no matter what, people will get notified and the, the problem will be solved. I um, love that you're you're catering toward all these different mm. levels of comfort with technology, right? Because even just at Microsoft, some people love Teams, some people are like, uh, I'm old school and I want everything to appear in my Outlook. So mm -hmm. do you mind doing a screen share and just showing us what you've made and walking yeah. us through it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That would be awesome. Okay. Yeah, so this is basically what people land on um, from an end user perspective. So yeah. when staff go to log an on-call, they mm -hmm. see this. And so we have three buttons here, um, yeah. but only two of them will actually be seen by end users. And that's oh. because I'm using security within this app that mm -hmm. says if anyone's part of such a team, which is actually this on-call team here, then they get extra access to functions in this app and they can see all of the logs being made. Okay. And so from an end user perspective, they basically come in and submit and they click that button. And first off, they will come here to this dropdown and they can select a student and hidden student data. So nothing, yeah, there. Um, but effectively they, they pick a student and then they select the issue and this is where it sort of starts changing what they have to submit because if for example i selected a mobile phone collection that's really simple once i've said that or once a staff member said that you don't need a lot of other detail it's they've had their phone out and they need it collecting right but say for example if a student has a medical emergency 
Right. That requires some more detail. And so they get a little sort of notification here that that is a medical emergency. Like you right. should only use that in a really severe situation. But then it also makes this box here required. Mm. So they aren't actually able to now submit the form mm -hmm. without filling in that text. Right. Uh, and so from there, I, well, yeah, I can select an issue. So let's say it's a safeguarding issue. Mm -hmm. um, and now they can select their location. So yeah. let's say it's classroom one. Um, they can select a subject. And this is this sort of stuff is sort of for analysis purposes. So whilst we might not need to know um, the subject to go to that situation and fix that issue, it's really helpful in the Power BI report after to see which subjects are having the most issues and which are having the least so that potentially if there's a subject that's having huge amounts of issues in a classroom what needs to be done to solve that um, right. and so they can that team can the behavior team can look at that um, analysis and see what do we need to do there um, and now I have a box for any other information and this mm -hmm. is where it gets slightly more complicated on the development side but for end users it actually makes it a lot more easier Mm -hmm. um, so if I am an end user, I want to be able to literally type anything in this box and yep. say if I put a new line or something like that, it shouldn't throw up an error. Right. So if I go, this is a safe guarding issue, please attend my classroom. Now, what we were experiencing before was that staff would fill in this box mm -hmm. and if they put a new line, Power Automate wouldn't understand that new line. Um, and so it wouldn't even get through to the system and that would never be picked up. And so you'd have staff, where's my staff member to help with my emergency? Um, and so what I've done here is I've actually got additional cards in this form now that are updating dynamically based on what I've put in here. So this card doesn't actually attach to anything. I'm not actually pushing anything through here, but what it's doing is it's updating the card that will push the data through um, with this content and it's taking out that new line and it's replacing it with a space. So basically, whilst it's a little bit more difficult on the development side, I'm making it really easy for end staff members that don't perhaps know I shouldn't put a new line here. That's um, right. You're removing, you're kind of like concatenating the strings together rather yeah. than um, sending two notifications. People would be like, I need help. Mm -hmm. They're like, is this a separate thing? The same thing. I love that you factored in this, this thing because this is so common where we build a solution. We're like, we think it's going to work, but we always assume a certain amount of tech comfortable, comfort, tech comfort. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're like, oh, people should know a new line response, you know, reacts in a different way most people have no idea like yes. zero idea so i love the fact that you've thought this through and put in like this little dev solution on the other end to mm -hmm. so your end customer doesn't even need to see it they don't need to yeah. see anything that says don't put new lines they're yeah. just like typing as they would type so mm -hmm. that's fantastic yeah, yeah. so yeah so like I, I could have made it really simple and just put don't put a new line here but it right. would make the user experience a little bit less nice Right. And they would have to remember to do that. That's so this right. just, yeah, it makes it easier for them. And so I can just click submit. And now this will load and it will go through. They'll get a little pop up to say, look, that's been successfully logged. And they'll go back to the home screen. 
Mm. And so now what they can do is they can go to their pass requests and they can see anything that they've logged historically here. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've just logged this request here and I can actually now click on that and see more details about what I've put in. So say, for example, if I think I haven't included something really important, I can now go back and see what I've added to make sure it's detailed enough. Um, and so that's really helpful for them. But the next thing that I can do in this app is view all of the logs that have been submitted. And that, again, is only applicable to people within this team. Right. So that, that, that group of people that need to go to the requests. Um, and so here I can see all of the requests that have been submitted. Um, it's exactly the same thing just for the end staff members, and they can see more details. But right. what's really cool, so that staff members are reassured that they have, you know, it's gone through. They, mm -hmm. There is someone coming to their classroom is that I've now got a Teams chat notification. Yeah. And you can see here, I've now got all of the details that I submitted and it's been successful, like it's gone through. So they are at sort of rest that it's gone through. There's someone coming to help them. And now if I go back to the team that I've got this in, this is basically a one stop area for okay. that group of people to go and solve those situations. So right. say, for example, I'm on, on call duty. Um, I can go into this team and I can see all of the logs coming through on a post notification. And what they do is they really simply click reply and they'll go, hi, I solved this. I love that. Yeah. And what's really great about that is that say, um, we what we could do is we could have a button there and they could click, yeah, I've done that, I've picked that up. But then it's just left at that. Right. So say, for example, they need to have some form of small discussion on it. Mm -hmm. I need more help from someone else. They can tag that person and get the assistance. Um, and then they finish it with, it's done. So they can sort of okay. communicate there as well. And so, yeah, that's basically how the it's, system works. It's fantastic, Lewis. What I really love about this whole thing end to end is that you've really thought about the end user and how they communicate. It's not just a matter of closing it out, but saying like, hey, solved it, but we should keep an eye on it or solved it, but we should call their parents or solve this or whatever yeah. it is. And you really thought through the customer's journey rather than focusing on what you, Lewis, can build. Mm -hmm. So tell us, you know, we always ask our guests to have a piece of homework for the audience. What is mm -hmm. your for our audience today? Okay, so I would say I have two. Um, and it's for the different people using Power Apps. Right. So for anyone that hasn't quite got it yet, and mm -hmm. if you're thinking that looks really cool and I want to develop something custom in a really easy sort of solution, Power Apps number one is for you. And yes. number two, you know, just I looked at SharePoint and I was like, this isn't a database. I don't like mm -hmm. it. Let's go <laughs> as far away from that as possible. Um, but honestly, create your first SharePoint list, add a couple of columns, maybe do some like, you know, text columns to start with, maybe do complex columns after. Um, but make your first SharePoint list, make a Canvas app in Power Apps, add a form and add a gallery and just literally go for it. Um, because that's where I started and is what has let me continue and level up and go further. 
Um, and then I would say for people that have been using Power Apps a little bit longer, I would say really, really think about your end user and the experience that they get when they're using your app. Mm -hmm. So whilst it's a, it's a low code solution and it's not completely, you know, HTML, it's not all designed perfectly with coding, you can really push the limits and make it look great and make the user experience really great as well and make it easy to use. So I would say, yeah, think about the end user um, for those people that have been using it for a while. I love that. I'm just going to show this episode to everyone who, first of all, insists on using SharePoint list for everything. But second, also people who build solutions, throw it over the wall and are very surprised why it didn't work for everybody, right? Because mm, yeah. did you co-create with the end user? Yes or no, right? Bring them into the design phase itself, which is what yeah. you did. So you didn't have to redo the solution three different times because you knew yeah. your teachers are not going to remember this or some are not going to use Teams. So I love yeah. that you built this Teams-based app, but that also sends notifications via you know other methods and means. Mm -hmm. This has been such a joy talking to you, Lewis. Thank you so much. I Whenever I'm like, you know, we're doomed as a, as a society, I think about the next generation and it makes me feel mm. really, really good. So I am really excited for you to get out into the world and spread, you know, the message of less code, more power. So thank you. Please keep doing what you do. I will. Thank you so much for having me, Donna. Of course. Thank you. Next, till next time, less code, more power.